Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the NPLW Season Review. Myself, Alex Zifrowski, and my co-host tonight is Han Solo. Han, welcome. Hi, Alex. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. How are, you, how are you going today? I'm going good, uh, despite the news in regards to Victoria being in the lockdown. Um, look, we've got to keep staying positive and safe. Hopefully everyone out there is also safe. And if you need any help, please reach out. There are plenty of services available. Um, and we, more, we want to see everyone back on the future in the coming weeks. So hopefully everyone else is uh, well. And we thought, why not do a mid-season review of the catch-up of the NPLW and see how things went in the first seven rounds. We don't have a name for our show, so we're not sure what we'll call it. But um, if you have any ideas about anyone watching at home, just let us know. We're happy to hear it. Um, and then we can obviously call the, the second part to this uh, the new show. So, uh, 2021, a new season. Hopefully that we could finish or complete the season, unlike 2020. How did you see this one or plan to see this one work out? Uh, I think the teams were, were quite hungry when they came back. So the first you know, half of this season, everyone was just so eager to, to play. Um, we had, you know, a lot of W player, W league players come on board as well. So, and, you know, other players moving on, but it was just, everyone was just so hungry to play. So you, you do see that on the pitch. Um, and you do see a lot of kind of, you know, players upping their game as well. So you can't tell they have been training for a whole year or training in their backyards or in their local park. You could see that skill coming out. Yeah. And obviously, uh, Corley United being the 2019 champions, maybe the longest-running champions we've had, um, they look to obviously go back-to-back -back and really cement themselves as one of the top teams in, a, in, the, in the entire country. Um, and they were obviously being fancying themselves. So speaking of which, we'll kick off in round one. Um, and obviously, the first game that we will review is obviously Corley United versus LMA. And Han, how did you see this game go? As mentioned, you know, teams being being hungry, this team, you know, came from a, you know, a, a all-season lead. They they won, you know, the triple, what they won the the league, the uh, community cup, the Nike Cup. So, you know, for them, they were just moving on to the first round going, hey, this is our game. Let, let's continue on. So, you know, against Element, it just looked like they were in their element. They played at their home ground in Kilo. Um, it was quite like a, a, a kind of rainy, you know, tough conditions, you know, being the first round. But I think for them, they came straight off the bat going, let's score as many goals. Let's, you know, try to get on top of the ladder, you know, as, as much as we could. So they went off with an amazing start. Element, obviously, you know, still finding their feet. I think being against a team like Calder, I think they were just a bit intimidated um, by kind of the lineup that was there. But no, pretty, pretty good game for, for the first round. It was good to see uh, opening game. You obviously want the reigning champs to get off on a, on a good foot. And then what a performance it was. They ended up winning uh, from the result was 5-1 against Alamein with um, Laura Speranovic. Uh, scoring two goals, uh, so she's off to a wire there. So good opportunity for um, Paula to really push on here. And they've shown they've got the goods and uh, really set the tone for the remainder of the round because 
the games followed. Obviously, we had um, you know, Box Hill winning 4-2 over Bayside United. Heidelberg United losing at home 3-2 to Football Emerging. And, wow, South Melbourne really came out of the block strong, winning 7-1 against uh, Bulleen Lions, who were tipped to be one of the top sides. Yeah, I mean, the matchup, what an opening round. It was quite an even playing field, as you would say. If you're looking at today's ladder, that's kind of like very even playing field, as you would say. You know, you got, at the moment, South Melbourne versus Bulleen. I mean, it's a big big win for them, but that's first and second. And then you've got the bottom two at the moment, Box Hill against Bayside. And I think that's Box Hill's first win and only win for this season. And, you know, Bayside had that chance coming in, but I think in the end, Box Hill proves to be a bit better for them against Bayside. So it was a good return to football for everyone. I'm sure that the ladies that were on the pitch that day were really glad to finally get the season underway and uh, give us something after having a uh, 2020 being interrupted and obviously cancelled. we move on to obviously round two and the game we'll focus on is Box Hill versus Heidelberg. Um, again, this one, you know, uh, another good game. Um, Heidelberg taking this one out 6-2 and a big, big result for Heidelberg because obviously uh, the pressure was on uh, and making sure they, um, you know, continued on and and it really uh, didn't you know, fall too far behind from obviously the top two teams. No, well said. Um, you know, again, they kind of lost against FE Emerging the first round. They're like, oh, wow, we got to really work hard now. Like, what's going on? I think for them, they went, all right, let's stick to our plan, you know, get things kind of moving. You know, I think. Ali Torre scored a goal in that game. So for her, you know, being quite rare for a midfielder or someone in the, in the back line to, to score a goal. So it was quite, um, oh, sorry, wrong one. <laughs> it was her own goal from, from Ali Torre against Boxy. I'm in the wrong one. Um, that was a goal that, you know, was unfortunate for them. But then everyone went on the scoreboard for Holderberg. You know, you got everyone from Keeley um, to Danielle. You know, I think she scored like four goals in that game. So that kind of put on top of her, the, the leaderboard for most of the season. And she only got knocked off only recently being the top goal scorer um, against, um, was it Melissa Ayres um, from South Melbourne? So I think Danielle was like, this is my time to play. So it was a really good matchup um, on that day. So Cordy United uh, off to a flyer, but then losing the second game against South Melbourne, uh, 3-2 at home. Uh, Alamein taking out uh, that game against Bayside United 4-1 and FE Emerging coming out real strong, winning 3-1 against Bullying Lions. So it's a, it's a real goal fest in the first few rounds, which we sort of expected. I guess everyone's just so excited to be back and be playing that they just, you know, playing out of their skins. And we head to round three. And in this game, we'll get South Melbourne versus FE Emerging. And in this game, um, you know, it was really the pressure on that, you know, South Melbourne really fancied themselves playing against FE Emerging. But on the given day, it was just FE Emerging far too strong, winning 5-0 at Olympic, uh, Olympic Park, which is not an easy feat against a, a, a strong quality squad with the goal scorers. Um, they just had a field day. How did you see this one, Han? 
Yeah, probably not South Melbourne's probably best game um, of this season. On paper, it does look like South Melbourne have the better lineup, um, but I think it's maybe a, a mental battle um, on that day. You, you know, you had players that were just ready to score, you know, um, but yeah, I, I didn't know what happened to South that day. Um, I think probably they were just behind the eight ball, um, probably have, have things to work on. Maybe play, a few players were, were missing as well. Um, but I think FB Emerging, that was probably one of their stronger points for the season. Yeah, definitely three from three. So they were looking quite good earlier on in the season. And another other results for that week, we had Alamein 1-1 against Heidelberg. Uh, Nine is back to the winning ways, 4-0 against Bayside United. And Bullying Lions coming out 7-0 against Box Hill. So that was a big, big, strong result for them. So after three rounds, it was uh, looking like the competition, uh, you know, started to be pretty uh, pretty big gaps early on. Um, if you look at it from up around three, we had merging three from three, and it was Cordy United on six, South Melbourne on six, Heidelberg on four points, Alamein on four points, Bullion Lions on three, Box Hill on three and Bayside United on nil. So if the emerging coming out the stronger out of everyone, as we head to round five, uh, sorry, round four. And in this game, hard, we look at Alamein versus Bulleen with Bulleen Lions winning three nil. How did you see this game? I think Bulleen. Um finally kind of found their feet a little bit. Um, they did have to travel all the way to Knox, so it's not the best um, feel for them. I think they're used to playing uh, at home. So when they do travel um, away, especially in these locations, um, you know, it's kind of unfamiliar territory. So I do feel they do struggle a bit. They did go home with the win, but they did also concede two goals um, on that day as well. Um, but if you think about it, it was back then where players didn't move around too much. I think after the fourth or fifth round, there was a lot of kind of movement in um, players moving from different sides. Um, but on that day, we had, was it Alana Jandeski kicking two goals for them. So for her, it was just great to see her skills come on board um, for FC Berlin Lions. Um, and we know that I think she's moving on to, to Perth Glory uh, in the start of the next season. So that was pretty exciting for her. Um, but yeah, I think this is when you know the ladder shaping up to who's going to be the top four and who's going to be the bottom four yeah, or bottom two, sorry. You're definitely right. So Corley United winning 5 nil against Heidelberg. Uh, South Melbourne back uh, winning ways 5-1 against Bayside United. And FB emerging 6-2 against Box Hill. And FB just coming out of the blocks real fast. They're four from four and really set the tone for, uh, you know, the, you know, for everyone else to really need to match after the four rounds. No, great call. It was um, the start of the season. Effie was just unbeatable, um, I would say. So I think from then on, they kind of shifted a bit and a lot of teams just got involved in the, in the goal scoring. But yeah, the start of the season, Effie were just uh, on fire. And we move on to round five, and this is Heidelberg versus Bayside United. I did this one, and a really good game here. Heidelberg 
finally getting a, a, a good result, 5-1 against Bayside. They showed on the day that they are able to score multiple goals and ensure that, you know, they're back to winning ways and not really losing a lot of uh, position on the ladder um, with goals from Daniel Wise, who continued on with another hat-trick with Sydney Allen and Bonnie Davis chipping in and Rachel Sturton uh, getting one for Bayside, who unfortunately did leave and move down to Preston Lions. Um, so it was a good result. Daniel Wise just continue on with fine goal-scoring form. And other results, we had South Melbourne 3-1 against Box Hill. And surprise result of the, of the round was Alamein taking it out 3-0 against FB Emerging and Bullying Lions taking that game out against Calder United 3-0. So it was a big, big upset with Alamein over FB Emerging. Yeah, like mentioned, um, FE Emerging was on fire and then it, this was kind of a bit of a slipper um, for them. I think, I'm not sure what, it was. A, I think it was their, both teams' home ground. So it wasn't kind of an advantage in any way. I think it was more Alamein just had things go in their way um, on that day. Um, I think we had a few. Elena Vachke was a, a good one to see her kick some goals, but to stop FB emerging from scoring is very rare to see because um, they guarantee every game do have a goal in them. Just on that particular day, it didn't work out for them in the end. So that's a surprise shock result. Obviously, uh, close the gap a little bit with South Melbourne on equal points and then Calder United and Bulleen chasing them down on both on nine. Heidelberg, Alamein on seven, Box Hill on three and Bayside. Yet to register a point at this stage from round five. Uh, we head on over, obviously, to round six. And the game that we will look at this one is the Bayside United versus Bulleen. And in this game, uh, Bulleen come away with it 3 0. How did you see this game? Well, it's not too bad. I mean, Bayside, they did well defending the game. Um, obviously, Bulleen's got, you know, really strong forwards that, you know, guaranteed if, you know, if you give them the ball, they'll definitely be uh, be using that to their advantage. Um, Bayside, you know, there's games like this where they do don't concede too many goals. So especially being their home stadium, they did well to kind of hold that structure and position um to not let Bulleen kind of slip through their defence. Um, so they did pretty well considering. Um, and Bulleen, I think, you know, with with few goal scorers in their forwards, um, they're kind of unstoppable sometimes in situations like this when they play kind of like the bottom kind of tier uh, teams. Um, but no, good good day in the end. Um, just unfortunate for base, I couldn't get a goal in them. And the other results, calling United winning 2-0 against uh FB emerging, that's their second back-to-back loss. So started to slip away there uh, towards uh, uh, round six. Uh, Alamein winning 2-1 against Box Hill. You mentioned bullying lines. And in the big derby, Heidelberg losing 4-2 against South Melbourne at Olympic Village. So after round six, and the ladder was looking, starting to look a little bit... Uh, you can see who the top two teams, top teams were, with South Melbourne taking the lead on 15 points and next Calder United on 12, uh, FB Emerging on 12 and Bullion Lions on 12. 
And then Alamein in fifth place uh, on 10 points. So, you know, they're only two points off at this stage after six uh, rounds to be in the top two. And then Heidelberg on seven, Fox Hill on three, and Bayside United still yet to register a point at this stage. So we move on to round seven and Han. This is a game that you did and between Fox Hill and Calder United. Talk us through this one. Uh, so Box Hill being, you know, such a, a young side um, compared to Calder. So you kind of look at this youth team against uh, a more experienced senior team that's, you know, Calder United winning the last three seasons, you know, for them coming in on paper being a better side. Um, but Box Hill being, you know, a young squad didn't do too bad in the end. And Erin Hudson being the keeper for that squad for Box Hill has done some magic. She done such incredible saves in that game. It's like Matilda's worthy, you know, dives at, you know, you, you seem, you know, top bins she had saved. So for her, that was kind of her game. If, she, if someone were to win man of the match, it would be her, um, Erin Hudson. I mean, they do have a young squad, but then they do have players like Erin Kite um, that, you know, is, is pretty, pretty awesome to watch. Um, but unfortunate for them, Calder being on the other hand, Harriet Withers, you know, if you give her the ball, she could, you know, score from range. She could give you the assist. I think the skipper, Alex Sinclair, had two goals in that game as well. So it was a good day for Calder. I think for them it's a confidence boost to see that, you know, their, their senior players or their leaders can can step up. But, yeah, no, awesome game to watch. And as mentioned, Erin Hudson saved the day and kept the, the score quite low on that day. And then now the results, uh, FE emerging 5-1 against Bayside, South Melbourne 3-1 against Alamein, and Bulling Lions taking out 3-2 against Heidelberg. And we look at the ladder after seven rounds and we have some clear leaders, South Melbourne on 18 points, followed by Calder United on 15, FE emerging on 15, and Bulling Lions on 15. Alamein in fifth on 10, Heidelberg on seven points, uh, Box Hill on three and Bayside United at this stage on zero points. And that completes the first seven rounds. And if we, like I mentioned, we just went through the ladder there. It looked quite good. Uh, South Melbourne just looking to run away with the league at, the, at that stage. Uh, who, who was the surprise for you out of uh, the first seven rounds? Uh, the surprise was Effie emerging, um, you know, dominating in the first couple of rounds. Um, you know, you don't really, you can't tell if you're looking at games now um, to compare to earlier on in the season. Um, so that was my big surprise. Um, I think, you know, teams like Bulleen Lines had quite a slow start, probably find their feet. But once they did win the big games, that's when they were like, all right, this is our season now. And I think when they know that South Melbourne's kind of going to be in front. And you're like, okay, I think it's time to play. Um, but yeah, the surprise was FB emerging at the start of the season. You're definitely right. That was my uh, surprise pick uh, coming out of the blocks first and really set the set the time for the rest of the league and put them on notice that if you don't lift your game, they're going to run away with it. And, uh, you know, they've got two losses in a row there, which really pegged them back a little bit. South Melbourne started to, you know, really push on and extend their lead and, uh, really made sure that, you know, they're the team to beat. Um, you know, they, they've obviously penciled in as Calder being the pinnacle 
being the reigning champs and South really targeting uh, to be the, the next team on the, you know, on the throne and making sure that they're, they're the champs at the end. We look at, obviously, uh, top goal scorers, and it's no surprise, Melina Ayres on 17 goals. Uh, she just was a scoring machine. Uh, this is obviously to, to date. We don't, it's not after seven rounds. Uh, to date, she's on 17 goals. And then we have Danielle Wise on 11, Alexandra Sinclair on 10, Lucy Johnson also from South Melbourne on nine, and Tiffany Iliadis on nine from Bullying Mines. So really Ayres is the one to catch at the moment. And, it, you know, do you see her uh, breaking the magical 30 goals at the end of the season? Magical 30. Oh, I love it. Uh, I'm not going to be surprised if she reaches it. Um, is there like a, another prize that you win? Is it like a bigger prize if it's 30? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure interesting to see uh, how she comes away. But uh, if we set the time, um, just don't know how you can stop her. Um, I've watched a couple of games and commentated a few of her games and just the smarts about it really gets into position. Um, you know, not afraid to shoot from outside the box or test the keeper and really just taking her game to another level um, and really pushing herself to be the top goal scorer in the league. And it's not an easy feat. There are quite, you know, if you look at the name, Danielle Wise, despite her team, um, you know, not doing so well, she's still putting him away. And Alexandra Sinclair on 10 goals too, so not too far away. And, you know, her teammate, Lucy Johnson, has scored nine as well. So it looks like South Melbourne uh, at this stage are looking quite good. Um, is there any disappointments for you at this stage? Um, I think Alamein, I thought they were going to be a slightly better team. I mean, obviously, they're probably sitting in the middle of it all. And Holderberg. I think I'm a bit disappointed as well. They have really good games, but then they have really poor games. So they, you know, sometimes when you suspect suspect sorry suspect them to to be the game winner, they end up losing. I don't know if it's just the consistency. Um, and we also probably didn't have their skipper Stephanie Galia for a lot of the season due to injury. And I think also, you know, her getting that red card against South Melbourne's game also kind of was a bit of a disappointment. So it's just the way the flow of those two teams, I, I thought they would be probably a bit better this season, um, but just to shows um, that, you know, if, if you're not here to play in certain times, um, it could really affect your team as well. And then in the end, you know, you can see that in the results. Yeah, definitely right. Heidelberg are a better team when Stephanie's in that. Uh, she's just a real driving force for them. And you're right, consistency has killed them. Uh, a lot of the games I've watched and commentated, uh, they really, you know, like you said, they really, you don't know which Heidelberg's going to turn up. There'll be days where they're playing out of their skin and they don't get a result. And there'll be a time, like against uh, which we'll review uh, in, uh, in the next show, they beat Paul United 1-0 when they just went up once or twice. So uh, inconsistency there. Look, uh, we'll obviously, we'll do a part two of this. Um, if any other players uh, from any other sides want to get in contact with us and be on the show, uh, we're more than happy to have you guys on. We'd love to do interviews with players during this downtime to get your thoughts on the season so far. So if you want to reach out to us, either myself or Han, we're more than happy to set up and organise a time. We'd love to hear from the players and coaches as well. Um, you know, the, 
they're really the coaches as well. We'd love to hear from them. And hopefully we get the season back on track. I know there's a bit of a, a pause at the moment um, and hopefully we can see everyone back on the pitch. But if anyone out there is struggling, please seek assistance. Um, you know, we've got plenty of fantastic services that are able to help. Get in touch with Football Victoria as well. They've got great um, services on offer as well. And, you know, we hope to see everyone back on the pitch real soon. Stay positive, stay safe. And obviously, there's a few people we want to thank, Hani, particularly yourself. I can't thank you enough for uh, coming on and obviously in the next show. Um, also, Onflow Media for helping us out with all the editing and in particular, Football Victoria for their footage. Um, we can't thank them enough for their support to allow us to produce this type of show. And hopefully we can get a few more out before the season's end. So stay safe. I uh, hope to see you soon. And like we said, if any players or coaches want to get in touch with us, please do message us and we'll love to hear from you. Do a quick interview and uh, see how you're going and the season going. And then we can hopefully be back on the football pitch in no time soon. Thank, that's all for tonight, Han. Uh, like I said, I want to thank you. It's always great to have your input. You're a fantastic commentator and it's so good to have you on board. And we'll hope to see you soon. And we'll be back for the next show to wrap up the remaining rounds. So stay tuned for that. And like I said, stay safe and see you all shortly. Thanks for watching.